And hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Who's on the Front Post. Uh, I'm your host Dan and I'm joined here today with Robbie. Hello listeners. Uh, it's been a while since we've done a podcast as of late. Uh, just things have been fairly busy in our own personal lives and we haven't, uh, we've been watching football all throughout all this so we've uh, things to talk Try, about anyway. Trying to get a few things sorted Trying to get yeah. a few things sorted out yeah. just between work and other things in our lives so... Uh, you can excuse us for that. Good to well, be back, everybody. We're back Finally. now anyway, so we'll uh, get talking about a bit of football. And uh, Robbie, Liverpool's yeah. first defeat of the season. Liverpool's first defeat uh, of the season. And a very emphatic wow. defeat this season as well. So uh didn't see that one coming myself against Watford. Fair deals to them. Well, absolutely. No, one, no one's seen that coming at all. Uh, anybody that had put a few pounds on Liverpool and done their best for the weekend would have certainly uh, had Liverpool there for a win. And I'm sure all the... Uh, pre-match stats would have had Liverpool down for the, another three points but Watford came out you know Liverpool had an off day but I think what happened is too many Liverpool players had an off day you could legislate I, for I, one I, or two I, I wouldn't actually say any of them played particularly yeah, well yeah, that day was, like, yeah. like you know for all the great players that they have there normally is one or two who you can pick out and say oh well they still had a good game yeah. despite bad performances but I just from Alexander-Arnold, Robertson, Van well, Dijk. The, the spine of the team yeah. was, was, was poor. And if the spine I thought, of the team I was poor, Dejan well, Lovren was very poor as well. And, uh, well, I again, know, he was did, coming did in. He, he was probably off the pace. And Did you know, he show himself up a little bit, maybe, that he doesn't belong in this Liverpool team with that kind of performance? Well, that kind of performance. But again, if Virgil van Dijk has an off day and Alisson has an off day, that proves, you know, it goes to show you what can happen, you know. So you're depending on your top players. Okay, uh, you might have 15 in the squad there that you're banking on week in, week out. And you'll have a couple of fringe players to make it up to the, the 22. But, you know, if your players are, you, as I said earlier, you can legislate for one player, maybe two players having an off day. But when everybody has an off day together, and it certainly showed in Liverpool's case. But yeah. Liverpool are a good side, I, let's be honest. I, I, no, they're great. So, but the one thing that's kind of interested me, you know, since the winter break, I don't think they've been fantastic you know well, like uh, look they're obviously going to get tired and all that like, I don't think their strength and depth is fantastic compared to a few other teams maybe in the league but they've just got that main spine of the team well they've had a very settled very well. they've had a very settled side this season and that goes a long long way in, in, in the Premier League you know but uh like I say, look at Watford. Watford kind of smelled that they were playing well. well you know? And he went for was fantastic in that game. So he's yeah, actually he coming back after injury. He had the two goals and an assist. Could have had a hat trick as well towards the end. And I, I just thought he was fantastic. He's only 21 as well, you know. And he, they, you know, his look, consistency fr- levels may be questions here and there throughout the season. But I think there's definitely a good player there. And if Watford can stay up the season, which with the three points they got there over the weekend, you know, I think he could easily become. They've, the been, next play, big they've, thing they've been playing decent enough, Watford. And I know Delafeu got a bad injury. Yeah, he's out for the rest of the season they, with reckon, the ACL injury. So I reckon he's gone for that. Well, that's a big loss to them as oh, well. Big, you know? big time, yeah. 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 But uh, I know, look, come here. A bad day at the office for Liverpool. Watford got the three points. Ah, look, and, it's uh, still Liverpool's move, title. Yeah, you know? yeah, There's no, yeah, no hope of getting 100%. that. Um, we'll keep down the bottom of the uh, table for the time yeah. being. And uh, Spurs win here. Norwich uh, beating Leicester on Friday. Massive three points for Huge. Norwich. It really Friday shakes things even. up. Yeah, that does, yeah. so. they had a um, they had a couple of decent chances, and I know uh, Ian Acho had a goal chalked off with the yeah the with the Leicester yeah, as yeah. well. You know, but. Uh, Overall, as I said, it was it was hard to say. Now the, the wheels have come off a little bit on well, Leicester. There end, for yeah, the, the, the purple last patch has kind of ended. Vardy's been in and out of the team has, but through yeah. injuries, and he didn't yeah. play there against Norwich at the week or yeah. on Friday. Sorry, and you know, 
even the Jose Perez, who hasn't mm. featured a lot either now either. So well, you see, again, looking at the side there that uh, Brendan Rogers has at his disposal, he's been playing the same eleven for for a serious number of weeks now. I know Chilwell was out there over the Christmas period as well, you know, but. Uh, he has a fairly settled line up there as well. One or two changes only yeah. really in that team. And again, t- tiredness was pr- is, is probably playing a part here. But again, Norwich knew what they had to do on the night and a, a massive three points yeah. for Norwich. Even then, um, Yuri Tielemans hasn't really impressed me this season considering the season that he had last season. Well, the season that he had last season actually got him to move to Leicester on, yeah. on a permanent a big deal. move though, well, 40 million move, it was. And move, I don't yeah. think he's really yeah. repaid the Leicester faithful for that well, kind of move that there's been made for him so well you see the, the the question would be now for Leicester coming up to the end of the season will will the clubs come in and offer the big money for Madison and Chilwell you know and yeah. you know even Kasper Schmeichel the there big you team. know well so, look at the moment now, Le- Leicester were kind of fortunate in the sense that Chelsea United Everton Spurs only Wolves really yes, picking up yeah, points by beating yeah. Spurs that a lot of teams didn't capitalise on the mistakes if Chelsea Certainly had won so. they would have only been three points behind Leicester yeah, and if United had a one, they'd, they'd you know, would have, they would have closed the, the gap even more. Yeah, so, 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 so looking at the, the teams from four to eight, you could say nearly any one of them teams can, can yeah. make the forward well, spot. With, with ten games to go now, I don't think it's such a dead cert that Leicester oh, are guaranteed a Champions League well, spot. That, I think it's easy there for them to lose the way yeah. they've been in the last couple of weeks. So. It'll be interesting to see the, the run of games. As you say, t- it's 30 points on the board to play yeah. for at, at the top and at the bottom, that means a lot as well, you know? Yeah. Um, speaking of the bottom Brighton were beaten by Crystal Palace and things yes. haven't really been going great for Brighton as of late now they've had patches in the season where they've looked like a proper Premier League side and yeah, they have games like this now I watched this game it was the early kickoff on Saturday and uh, they were hard done by Brighton they were very hard done by well you know um, they, had a, they had a shot blocked off the line by their own player Neil Maupay and they were but just they were very dominant against Crystal Palace just but, Crystal but Palace then, took it when that's what you most, have to, so. but that's what you have to do but you look at come here how did, how did uh, Zaha miss that chance right oh, when he hit the post stop, yeah. there, there you go that would have been 2-0 yeah. you know so, uh, so it's, it's it's a damaging result for Brighton yeah so, especially you know, with teams around them picking up points everybody around them picked up the three points moving on to them like West Ham picking up a massive three points against Southampton yeah and yeah brilliant you know brilliant, Southampton yeah. have been very good as of late and I only realised Southampton have more wins than Arsenal this season which I think is crazy, oh, considering really? how poor Southampton yeah. were doing at the start of the season, and you know with the nine nil against Leicester and all that, like they've turned a huge corner. But this was a bit of a damaging result for them. Look, they're a safe enough bit, now yeah. with how they've done in recent times. Well, now, I think they have a couple of games there where they can pick up a few points oh, that should get yeah. them over the line. Yeah. You know, it, well, they're all going for the, the magic forty yeah. points, so to speak. But uh, this was a great, great, uh, great game for West Ham. Anyway, like uh, Jared Bowen, very, very. Uh, Tidy finish for yeah, his first good goal. goal. Yeah, no, first goal for West Ham, and he w- looks a player. I think you yeah, know, it's de- looks decent enough. All right, I'll coming up from the championship, a hole where he was arguably yeah. probably the champions championship's best player. Yeah, for the last couple of seasons. I, I watched so. him against Liverpool there in recent weeks, and as uh, the, the week before last, and they actually played all right. Against I, I think Liverpool, they were very you know, unlucky they, against yeah, Liverpool. They, they, they gave Liverpool a good yeah. game. I know Liverpool done their usual thing, and fair play to them. Winning the uh, Champions League. But having said, having said that. Um, West Ham they can be in and out you know what yeah. I mean well even Pablo Fornals who came in this season there was a lot of talk about him and he hasn't really but he's starting to kind of up his game a bit now he scored yeah, against Liverpool yeah. and then he yeah. got two assists two there assist, yeah. Antonio also, got on the score she, I, yeah, I, I really really I really I would be amazed if he's at West Ham uh, um, next season I won't be surprised if you, someone comes do, in do, for him. do you know what I don't think he's the type of player who could go into a into a what do you call it a uh, 
I think he's kind of a big fish in a small pond type of player where I think he kind of has to be... Well, look, come here. I don't think he could make a leap up to a bigger club like a top six. Well, if you've got other good players around you as well, that's going to make it... You know, that will that will, that can make you an even better yeah. player. So, you know, but I, I, I do like uh, that Antonio. I think he's a yeah, deep, I, deep I think he's very... Yeah. I, think, I think it's noticeable when he's... Uh, when, when he's, he's in the... When he's in the yeah, 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 when he's out of team there. Yeah, good, sure. No, a good, a good win for uh, West Ham and that, that should be enough to keep the, the fans happy down at, uh, at the London yeah. Stadium. Now, we've got Newcastle and Burnley. We usually have a throwaway game to give, and I think this would probably be it here. I think if you were yeah. ever going to say nil-nil, I think Newcastle and Burnley would be the game you'd say would be a nil-nil. Ah, you would. Yeah, well, look, come here. I suppose both teams wanted to get something out of that game as well, and a point uh, it doesn't really suit them. I suppose it'll just keep them ticking over, you know. Look, they they won't get relegated, put it that way. Ah, uh, yeah, look, I, 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 I think the way things are at the moment, well, you've got Newcastle on 32 points and you've Burnley on 38, but Burnley are guaranteed pretty much to be safe now. Ah, they're, stage, yeah, they're good, they're good enough to stay. Newcastle, up I'd say a win or two might benefit them, just the way things. They could easily get dragged into a little scrap, but. I saw a very interesting thing and just in terms of attacking uh, plays, you know, Newcastle just aren't there. Well, they, they Joe really Linton's been Joe a Linton. massive disappointment for them. Look, I, I feel for Joe Linton a little bit because they're playing him as a single striker yeah, yeah. in, you know, a counter-attacking system where he yes. has to hold the ball up. He's not that type of player. No, no, and, he's not. Uh, he wasn't at Eintracht. Hoffenheim, he couldn't play almost to the left of the striker, almost in a 4-3-3 where he's kind of a relatively big semi-quick player who yeah. could you know bring other players into the game but I don't think he's able to do that as a centre forward and that's what they're looking for out of him Steve Bruce yeah I know? think I think Steve Bruce likes that uh, 4 5 one formation a lot yeah. he I, look, I, I think, I think Olivier Giroud would be arguably the best player to use in that system but yeah, yeah. I don't well, think Tom Linton's the man to do to lead the line for Newcastle well yeah, I, I think, think actually they, a, I think Newcastle actually put in a cheeky bid for Giroud didn't they they, might the, have, they, they, yeah. they did in the transfer window yeah. there yeah but that didn't that didn't materialise at all but I think you know there's some decent players there you know Amron and St. Maximin I really like to look at him this season but yeah. I think you know they're just farting. like they play with a five five man back yeah, line and yeah. it's not anything like the you know the Chelsea power the more modern attacking fullbacks it's well, very yeah, if there's any Newcastle fans out there, by the way, that would like to give us their opinion on Steve Bruce and how they turn things around and all things that have happened at Newcastle, well, Mike, actually, for, uh, please get in touch us. We'd like to hear your comments. For what I've got here, they haven't won a game in at least five. Their last five results okay. have been three draws and two defeats. So they're picking up points here and there, but... I mean, it's like there's 24 goals this season. That's right. the lowest amount of goals scored of any team this season. Right, okay, yeah, well, that's so. an interesting start. Well, as I say, look, uh, Joe Linton, uh, the big money they, sh- they shelled out for him, uh, it obviously hasn't worked, so, you know, I'm be interested to see at the end of the season what Steve Bruce decides to do. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, so we said we'd throw away that one, so that's what we're going to do. Now, we had two games called off this weekend, Villa and Sheffield United, and yeah. City and Arsenal, they were called off due to the Carabao Cup, and... Fair play to City, first piece of silverware on the board for them this season. Yeah, Could be the only bit of silverware, potentially. We'll have to find yeah, out. Champions League will be their main look at, seeing as they've been banned from the Champions League. Well, I'm so, sure they're going to go to the, uh, the the cast to uh, get that uh, overturned as well. We they will, to, but yeah. I'll be interested to see how that turns out, considering that AC Milan recently had a very similar uh, situation happen to them, where they've been banned from European competitions. Yeah, It's a bit different, because AC Milan are a bit of a rebuild... Well, at the moment, yeah, they're not, they're Man about City seven and eight in the yeah. Italian league, and anyway, so um, but Man City are obviously looking for 
top top finishes every season. Champions League has always been their goal. Well, look, let, let's face it, the league that. is the league is beyond them now. It's Liverpool's oh, uh, yeah. title. So I think uh, Guardiola has to look at the Champions League for City, the, the Carabao Cup, and an FA Cup doesn't really uh, say it's not regarded as a success know? for Man City no, given given not. the resources and given the players they have there at the moment you know okay Villa it wasn't a bad game uh, Villa you know gave them a match as well and uh, uh, the, he actually gave Phil Foden a run out there for he did uh, alright as well he, to be he, fair he, he, was, he was decent enough there I know we're going to have the league form here at the, the minute, best young uh, player that Pep Guardiola has ever worked with according to himself anyway well according to himself if, if, if that's the situation that's the case you know you would certainly have to say well then next season is make or break for Phil Foden because there's no point in playing the odd Carabao Cup game and the old well FA this Cup is the thing I, I would have thought that he would benefit be... hugely from a loan but well, if this is David Silva's last year at City, will he bring in Phil Foden yeah. or will he go outside then and make another big marquee sign and so to yeah. speak? But uh, and this is make C- or break for City. And if, for, City sorry, for Phil if City can't keep uh, their Champions League places, you know, are Kevin De Bruyne, Raheem Sterling, Aguero, the top players, are they going to want to stick around? Well, for two seasons they, 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 they said they will they said they will they're under contract I'm sure they're getting well paid there <laughs> as well so it would be as I say it would depend on what other clubs do and how other clubs approach the situation if they're not allowed to play would you have Madrid would you have Barcelona would you have Bayern Munich sniffing around uh, maybe this, talking to a few this, of the this, agents this, and this see what happens this is the thing though I mean yeah. I think they're, uh, if, if you know the ruling still stands I mean I think a lot of teams can come in you know even you know Liverpool, Chelsea come in and try and well, unsettle I, people yeah, you know well, well, look, come how long has that been gone well, look, uh, but look in recent times right you don't really see these cross you know cross moves over from a top team in the Premier League to another top team in the Premier. it's very rare I think well, unless they're willing to let the player go and they're getting a Big, and, big money. Oh, but you don't really yeah, see yeah. those moves happening anymore. Well, well, I think this season is Aguero's last season at City. And anyway, I think... Do you gonna, think? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I won't be surprised to see Aguero move on at the end of the season. Yeah. Well, you Gabriel Jesus there who... I, I don't know how I feel about him. Um, I think he's a good player, but I don't know if he's like... Well, I think if he's given a decent run in the team, you know he's been in and out and swapping yeah. around and all that. Maybe Guardiola is, is using that kind of thing to introduce him into the Premiership. So I don't know to speak. if I see that three a... one up or yeah, something. Maybe, that he's saying, you know, I don't know. I just don't know if I, I look. He's a good backup option. And look, we've kind of said it a lot of times. You know, Chelsea struggling without a backup striker. Liverpool don't really have a backup striker necessarily. I know Origi sometimes slots in here yeah, and there. Yeah. Spurs, jeez, like they can't see your place Harry Kane or whenever he yeah. gets injured yeah, true. you know uh, Man United you know it's hard to find back because City seem to have found someone who can score goals from when Aguero yeah, is out definitely. and when he needs resting but yeah. I don't know Um, I feel like if, if he play consistently I, I don't know I question whether he could get uh, 20 goals a season for Man City in the Premier League well it will depend on who's supplying him the ammunition as well if you have Sterling there and De Bruyne there and, and you know you've, Bernardo you've, Silva Bernardo Mares you've, you've, a, you've a couple yeah. of players there as well but it's going to be interesting next season I think how will the teams go about strengthening on the basis that Liverpool have performed so well this season and what they're going to have to do to uh, make up the gap 
so to speak, between the, 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 the top of clubs and Liverpool as well. So, interesting uh, trans- I think the summer transfer I know uh, I know Chelsea are going to obviously uh, strengthen United are going to strengthen as well you know but it'll be interesting times ahead oh definitely um, well we've kind of talked about most of the league we've kind of kept towards more relegation because I think this yeah, you know well, title's a bit of a dead cert at the okay. so we'll kind of look at the battle for top four now we mentioned Leicester and how they're not entirely looking safe either but it's after getting very very tight up there at the moment I mean from Sheffield United to Chelsea there's only five points in and Sheffield well, United have a game in hand as well to play so well if you look at if you look at the farm teams that are there you have to say Wolves and Sheffield United are, are, are the farm sides at the moment Chelsea are dropping points United are dropping points uh, Arsenal are in serious trouble of not making it and they're out of the Europa League as well which yeah. is a bad, bad oh that's very bad bad, bad defeat for and them I think, by I, think uh, I know they beat Portsmouth there last night but yeah. I was reading I think that with the season tickets the way that's going if they had lost that they would have to refund something like two point eight million pound or something. Well I think they have to I think they have to they're the season ticket in the country and anyway so uh, yeah, very know, but that season ticket also plays in for uh, the amount of cup games they it play. It does, it does, year. yeah, yeah. But again, um as we were saying earlier, if there's any Arsenal fans out there who'd like to get involved and want to have a chat with us, uh, please get in touch with us through yep. the usual channel. Our channels. email is who's on the front post at gmail.com. And uh, you can also re- write to us on Twitter as well. We're at who's on front. So yeah, write into us on the Arsenal fans. See, just tell us what you think about your team at the moment because I don't yeah. think he's been doing that great. Well, Arteta came in. Yeah, well, Arteta came in there, and uh, you know they they seem to turn it around a little bit. But now they're going kind of back to their old ways again. You know, so it'll be uh, definitely. And again, Arsenal will have to rebuild at the end of the season as well. So. Uh, well, tra- this is the weird thing, but I felt like they already kind of had a bit of a rebuild. I mean, they brought in Nicolas Pepe for very big money. They brought in Danny Ceballos of Real Madrid, who started well, but has completely faded off. I know injuries have been a bit yeah, of a Yeah, he's him. been injured as well. Kieran yeah. Tierney was brought in for £25 million off Celtic. Injuries, well, have, injured. injuries yeah. have wrecked him as well. So, you know, they've been trying, but it's not really happening for Arsenal you know no it's not and uh, again Arteta has come in there and you know it's his first uh, step into management Mm. and for you know to go straight up to the top there's only one way you can go really you know what I mean so well um, he's got he's got a few issues on his hand as well because I mean Guendouzi there he doesn't seem to like him very much or his attitude well was stretched off last night night, but even then I don't I don't think he wants to be there either yeah, arguably so. You know, there's some good young players there like Bukayo Saka, well, Mo- they don't Miles, get a- and yeah, they've a very, know, they've a very. I think without Aubameyang and Lacazette, they'd be in a lot. Oh, they'd more be struggling. Than oh, yes, yeah, absolutely, now, so. yeah, hundred percent, they'd be struggling. But, but they do have some good young players there. But again, when you're going through a bit of a crisis time like Arsenal are. Yeah, well, need something a bit more or something absolutely spectacular and they're good players but spectacular I don't think they are unfortunately no, and again they're in big trouble to qualify for the top four and if they don't who, what players are you going to attract to the well club? I don't That's think the they're going to qualify for top four the way they currently are at the minute so true true That's yeah, how I see it. Yeah. but in qualification to the top four I mean we'll look at the games played by the arguably top four contenders so we had Chelsea who played Bournemouth there on Saturday afternoon yeah, very very scrappy two all draw like um, Alonso with the two goals who might as well be playing up front for Chelsea these days um, with Tommy Abraham there I think it's a big big loss for them and they've got a lot of injuries in that to set up as well I mean Pulisic is out Hudson-Odoi is out I mean William and Pedro have came in and uh, they haven't really done it for me personally yeah. speaking you know you've Kante out as well and 
uh, look, the I think the strength in that Chelsea definitely isn't there. It's very clear to see. Um, I just think like there need there should have been you know arguably some players brought in in the winter window, but what didn't happen. Yeah, I think if that, Chelsea I think do qualify mistake, for the transfer, or if Chelsea yeah. do qualify for the Champions League next year, um, I think that would be almost a miracle. I think Frank Lampard would have done superbly because there was very little expectations on him at the start of the year, so. Yeah, I, I think if, the qualify will be massive. So, well, yeah, the top four obviously is is, is Lampard's uh, target, and I'm sure he's been given one or two targets. But again, they didn't strengthen in January. Um, maybe Lampard felt, look, there's a couple of players out there that you know clubs are gonna ask uh, serious money for, and they could wait till the summer and maybe just see that potentially, and so. potentially see what the story is there. But um, there definitely needs to be an overhaul at Chelsea. Um, whether he has faith in uh, Ariza Baraga or not, we don't we're know. Gonna he's have to wait and see. Cab- Caballero's played the last four or he's, five games. He's played the last couple of games. Okay-ish. He's been thinking, much he, better. Yeah, but he, he, oh. I think he knows his defence needs to be strengthened for us. And I think that would be the priority for Lampard. Um, certainly, he's been thinking around with the defence there. Um, there's been players in, players out. Rudiger has been rested. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's very Christian. clear that he doesn't know what his he best setup is. Absolutely. absolutely um, and yeah. I think when he's given you know, players chances, I don't think they've repaid well, look, I, I suppose. Look, he gave Reese uh, James a chance. Reese James is arguably he's, probably the, the biggest. Out, yeah. You know? Okay. Fair enough. To to dislodge Aspilicueta from that right back and shift him over onto the either centre back or left back position. I think Reese James ha- is probably the only player who has shown any shown any kind of goal yeah, or any yeah. worth in that time being. So, yeah. look, it's it's interesting. There's been a lot of injuries, a lot of goalkeeping and defensive issues at the moment. But yeah, they still managed to get into this position somehow. Well, I think they're in the position because everybody else around them is dropping points. That's I think very that's true. you know, um, and now they're not too far away from Leicester, who uh, they've lost. They're currently last five points off. So they're five points off. But again, that's doable with ten games to play as well. The table could still change massively. You know, as well, we said earlier. But the funny thing about it is here, I'm, I'm looking at the league table, and Chelsea can see the 39 goals, right? But I feel like there's a lot more onus on Chelsea having a poor back line, but. Spurs have conceded the same amount of calls on 39. Now, I know Lloris missed a good bit of the season through an, um, through an arm injury. Yeah. I used to say in the Brighton there. But, like, really, Chelsea have had goalkeeping issues all season themselves. I think and, they have, yeah. You know, yeah. Spurs with Vertonghen, um, Alderweireld, you know, Davinson Sanchez was brought in for big money as well. You know, Aurier, I think, is a defensive liability. He's a disaster. But I think Spurs seem to get away with a bit more compared to Chelsea anyway. Well, they have a settled goalkeeper, I suppose. I know he's only uh, back thing and Lloris was out know. injured. Lloris doesn't yeah. really impress me too much. He, I wouldn't mm. blame him for any of the goals against Wolves particularly, but... No, not really. I, I just... Well, if, if you talk about that, they were poor at the back, Spurs. But uh, the, the, the overall concept of uh, Spurs there, again, doing the rebuild job again, another team that will have to be looked at as well. I know Mourinho has gone in and... I think Mourinho was just kind of a damage limitation at the moment. Get to the end of the season, try and get Hardy Kane back, get Son back, and then, you know, and I don't think he's happy with Delhi Ali either. I think he's playing Ali just for the sake of it sometimes. I know he he substituted him there in one well, of the games. We had we happy. had that famous are you Del Ali or yeah. Del Ali's brother talk. Yeah, and yeah. He seemed to pick it up then, but he's really gone off the boil again and 
you know, this is the thing with Mourinho. Like, he can bring out the best in players, but he can definitely bring out the worst in them as well. Oh, and look, come here. This is, this is it. And we, we, we all know through um, his time at United and Chelsea, you know, if, if you're in Mourinho's circle, you're in. And if you're out, you're yeah. out. And that's the end of it, you well, know. But like, it's very clear as well with his unwillingness to play Troy Parrott. And I don't think Troy Parrott has really covered himself in glory in recent weeks. Just, you know, there's been a... Kind of a, well, he 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 brought him on as a so big deal at the well, end of I the know, game. There, but, but I I think he said as well that he's not ready to play off the field as well. Which there was a bit of an issue I think with Troy Part in recent weeks where it came out that there was a bit of mischievous activities going on when he was uh, when he well, was away. Look, from, this is your this is when your professionalism counts again. Off the field is just as important how you conduct yourself on the field as well. You know, so maybe he's thinking, look, he's too young. He's this that and you're. Maybe Troy Parrott needs a loan move out of sport. Well, look, away, that was the thing. Play, there, there, was, there was a, a lot of talk of him getting a loan move and there was a lot of talk of him either going to the championship. Dundalk FC were actually touted because they've got European football and they want yeah. to play him. Because obviously they're not confident in playing him in uh, European football. But it would have been interesting. But I think there was the issue that if they loan them out, they would have lost home ground status on them. Because of the new, uh, okay. the new laws on foreign players. Because Irish players are actually now qualified as foreign players yeah and i think it doesn't count because he's been at the club for a while X now amount but of years, yeah, yeah. i think uh once you're there for three years in the senior setup then i think you're okay for home ground status but yeah well look at why we're on the subject of spores i mean another defeat uh for spores at the yeah. weekend to, to, to a good wolves team look a, a good, good wolves, wolves and it was a very good game yeah. both teams really put it up against each other but you know wolves came out with the three points in the end uh, yeah matt darty has done fantastically lately and been, arguably yeah. you'd have to say he's probably been the best right back in the league at the minute well for he's hopefully if he can stay injury free he has to be a shoe in for our uh, Euro qualifier yeah. you know, I think so. Seamus Coleman went off injured there Coleman got a bit of a knock well, Coleman so got a knock so we'll have to I think, I think uh, Matt Doherty is probably the clear choice in moment because not only has he been fantastic in the league but I think he's the Europa League's highest rated player in terms of match ratings as well and he's been superb yeah. really has um, you know would a top team make a bid in for him potentially you know I think you know it's not just the flash in the pan he, he was great last season as well yeah. I thought you know yeah. well, well look come here as I say time will tell at the end of the season how, how he gets on or how his contract situation is there but uh, Wolves are going alright they're doing good and uh the the manager there um, Nuno Espirito Santos, Santos. Yeah. He's, the, he's, the, he's the man at the moment and anyway him yeah. So yeah, no, they, they've done super. And look, they've got a very good team there. Yota Traore, who's kind of gone off the boil in recent weeks. Um, and you know, well, that because I got me fancy. Him and him is still, is still a very, goals. very good striker, yeah, I think. Yeah. Yota has, has really picked up after he kind of went, went a bit quiet during the winter break. But you know, they've Neves, Matinho there. You know, they've some very good players in that decent, team. I don't understand. Connor Cody, I think, is probably one of the better centre backs in the league, and he just can't get a sniff in, in that England team. Yeah, yeah. Hasn't missed the game this season, and I think game. he hasn't put a foot wrong, but I don't know what it is, whether he's just not Southgate's cup of tea or. You know. Well, that look at Camilla, you know, certain managers like to set their teams up in a certain way as well. And if you don't fit into the manager's style of play or the system of play that yeah. he has, you know, some of them like them to be adaptable. Some of them like them to play just in a certain position and, and stay in that position. Is he maybe not as much of a ball he playing centre-back? He might be as versatile, he might be as, versatile as... Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so look, um, I personally think that Conor Cody should be a show in for that uh, England team but okay. look Southgate just doesn't fancy him time will tell I suppose yeah. 
Um, we have Man United and Everton as well at the weekend. <sighs> Great game it was anyway. Yeah, um, decent enough game. A lot Again. of controversy with the VAR and obviously a howler from David De Gea. Yeah. Um, uh, and ugly pick for it as well. Like, uh, not... Well, goalkeeper mistakes, uh, VAR decisions, uh, <laughs> plenty of talking points, but usually makes it for a good game. And anyway, um, certainly uh, everything getting off to the best possible start and the uh, hell uh, well, as you like, say. I don't know what he was thinking yeah, there. Yeah, like, um, it's such a skill by her to be making. Yeah, yeah. well, look, come here. you got to give the attacker a bit of credit for chasing it down uh, as well. Look, you know, fair he enough, didn't hang but... about. He was in there sharpish and, you know, Sometimes they bounce off well, and speak, go into the speaking stand. Speaking of England setups as well, I think Calvert Lewin has to be. Well, he's probably the first. Player. He might be the first name on that setup. He's another I think, player that's shown a bit of promise. He's only twenty three. Well, I'm sure if uh, if uh, Gareth Southgate was in the stand looking at the game, he'd be going, "Hang on a minute, this is my England number one." Now he made it. You know, Bruno Fernandez has come in for United and he's shown plenty. Great. He has shown plenty of promise. And I think, also, I think he, Bruno Fernandez is what United fans have been wanting Paul Pogba to be for a long time. Yeah, but again, this you know, it's his second or he's only his second or third game in. No, he's had about five or Has six he? now, okay, I think. Okay. He's, well, he's look had at, a good few games in the league well, and give Europa him another league ten or well. fifteen games and let's see what he's I, I think he's a very good player to be he, honest. He, he, he has to make he, he looks like a good player in yeah. fairness. But and it, like but, honestly for to come into the Premier League, which is a very tough league to come in and get a good start running, you know. Yeah. I um, I think for sixty million you know, that's a lot of expectations to be coming in on. Well, I don't I look at come here. I don't think we should judge him yet. And anyway, he's only. I think he's. Rep- oh, well, I, he hasn't obviously repaid his full fit, but I think he's. You know, shown a lot of promise, and you know, for the start that he's had, like yeah, well, he has be, to be the sign in the winter window. So yeah, far. well, I mean, as I said to you there earlier on, if Southgate was in the stand looking at the game, he'd be looking at Jordan Pickford and going, "Hang on a minute, this is my number one keeper." Well, he's look, a, that was it. Wasn't it? He should. He should have got to that shot right, admittedly, but at the end there, he made a great save he to did. stop Fernandez, yeah, and yeah. then made a great double save yes. to keep Igalo yeah. out. Who again? I feel it's really weird that he's at Man United. Strange. Uh, yeah, strange. I've actually got a bet on with a lad from work uh, that I would say the Gala wouldn't score a goal competitive goal this season I okay. lost on the Europa League because he scored in that 5-0 win yeah. against Club Bruges yes. I've gone double or nothing with him for the rest of the season okay. for the Premier League only so there's 10 right. games left for a Gala to score a goal I personally don't think he'll do it I just don't think he's there for I just don't rate him as a player it was honest, a, yeah so. it was a strange move all around and anyway but again um both teams hit the post in that game yeah, as well, so both did. of them had chances, chances. To, had chances to win it. But look, obviously the big one being the VAR decision. The, what did you VAR. make of it? Um, I have to say, um, under the rule of the law, is is he block? I know he took his feet out of the way to you know, but he is he impeding the goalkeeper? Is he blocking the goalkeepers? And I think that's what they probably decided <laughs> in Stockley Park was he uh, blocking the, the division of the. I know a hit off uh, Harry Maguire, and he had to move. So it. it do you know what? It, it really is, a, you know, okay, all, a lot of United fans will be saying, no, it's the right decision. The Everton fans say the goal should be given. And I know Ancelotti was sent off at the end because he wasn't happy at all. Well, certainly, I suppose, um, in, in the context of the game, uh, I suppose a draw was probably about the fair result. But look, um, we'll see what happens. Uh, United uh, need to uh, build on their team and they need to bring in a few players. Everton are on a tough outside at the moment to get around or a tough nut to crack and Ancelotti certainly has them playing well you know so uh, oh, definitely he's, he's yeah. really kicked them off from 17 that they were on yeah, one side yeah, of the they're season a, they're, a tough out, they're a tough outside to beat but uh, look a draw is about right in the end uh, we'll go on to our predictions soon enough anyway Robbie I just wanted to bring this up here because I was kind of thinking about it there the other mm-hmm. day and 
I know Liverpool have been so absolutely dominant this season, um, but has this been one of the weirder Premier Leagues for you this season? Just in terms of, I suppose, how inconsistent and poor a lot of the teams have been. I mean, Chelsea, off to a great start, you know, they got a lot of wins and built up a big gap, and now they've, you know, really kind of shown, been shown up as in recent weeks. Spurs have been kind of not their usual best for most of the season, but still somehow brought themselves yeah. into the talk in the top four. You know, Leicester have been great for a lot of the season and now have kind of fallen apart at one of the worst possible times to fall apart. Look, City I think... haven't, haven't been, you know, Man City this season, it has to be said, just for the absolute gap that has been there for the season. Everton started out awful and have brought themselves into a good position. Arguably, Sheffield United and Wolves are the only teams who have really kind of shown any form. But again, that's probably for the teams that they are more than anything. And United have just yeah. been so inconsistent on their Ole Gunnar Well, Sancho. there you go. You just and are only really finding proper form you're, you're, you're in just, recent weeks. You just said the word there. If you're going to win the league, you're going to have to be consistent. And Liverpool have been the most consistent team throughout the season. Yeah. And that's where that's why they're there at well, the top of the league. What do you think of the other teams around? Like, uh, they've, been a, in, they've been in and out. They don't deserve it because, yeah. uh, you know, um, United's uh, uh, winning leagues in the past, 1-0. You know, you take six or seven one nils under your belt, they can get you the league or they can get you up the table. But but consistency is the key. When, when all the teams are starting out the season... You have to look for that level of consistency week in, week out. You've got to maintain a certain standard, you know. And when them levels drop 10 or 15%, they can have a massive effect, you know. We've seen how poor Liverpool were. It's the first game they've actually played. Well, really, really well in, look, I, I want to maybe disagree with you on that because oh. I've seen Liverpool play a lot this season. Yeah. And there's been some games where I've looked and thought, do you know yeah, what? They've been they weren't that good. They've nicked points here and they've nicked you three know, points they've there. Nicked, and all. They've nicked but points again, here look and there. Yeah, cons- but look at a bit, of, a bit of luck along the way. Every team gets it. Every team doesn't get it. But the overall factor for me, I think, is you've got to be... Con- consistency is the key over the whole course of the season. You've got to keep and maintain the standards that you have and that's what gets you the title. Yeah, oh, for sure. Look, I, people write in about this as well. Um, just, I think it's been one of the weirder seasons in the Premier League that I've seen so far. That there hasn't been any team that have gone on a very, very good run. But except look, we've for Liverpool had, this we've had the classic example, and that's why the Premier League is so strong, and that's why the uh, that's why all the rest of the leagues around Europe, when you take them all into consideration, that's why the English league is actually one of the best leagues in the world because on its day. A team at the bottom can take three points off the team at the top. And that's what makes the uh, English Premier League so good. Looking at you, Watford, anyway. Yeah, exactly. There's their classic example. But yeah, we'll take a very quick break and uh, then we'll go and do our predictions. We don't have our jingles at the moment. Um, I've actually... Uh, I've, uh, I've I've lost the track for it, so I have to try and find it again. So, uh, right, come we'll on, just jingle bells. Back, uh, okay. <laughs> we'll pop back soon enough, anyway. Talk to you in a minute. And here we are back now for our weekend predictions here. So uh, we're going to start out with Liverpool and Bournemouth. Uh, that is the first game of the weekend. I've gone with a 2-0 win for Liverpool here myself. Rob, what about yours? Okay, well, I've gone for a home win here as well. Uh, Liverpool to get back to winning ways. I've gone Liverpool 3, Bournemouth 1. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I've actually gone for the same result here. Wolves and Brighton. I think this will be a 2 as well. I think Wolves is just being very good. It's a late I think Brighton are going to struggle through this one. And I think it's kind of making me read that this will be the game. But Wolves are really going to hit them hard. But just have a little bit of trouble. Because they're not too bad of a team defensively, Brighton. 
Yeah, I'm actually going to agree with you there. I'm going to go 2-0 to Wolves as well. I just think Wolves have too much in the locker for them. Definitely, yeah. Uh, Arsenal and West Ham. Yeah, interesting game. And if I tell you what I've gone from here, it could be a close game, but I've just gone for Arsenal to shade it. I'm going to go 2-1 to Arsenal. I've actually gone one one I'll draw here myself because Arsenal struggled against West Ham in recent times. And West Ham seems to have turned a little bit of a corner here. And, you know, I think they might be able to do something. Yeah. You know, just how fragile Arsenal can be at times. So I've gone one all on that myself. Southampton and Newcastle are next game. Uh, mm. I've gone two one for Southampton. I don't really know about this one because I, I really like Southampton. I like Hassenhill and you know, Newcastle are always kinda of there for the takings, they don't score very often, but they do defend well. I'm going with two one. I don't know. It well, could be a draw, I could be regretting my choice yeah, completely. I've actually I've actually gone with the same score line, two one to Southampton. I just think the home form is enough to get Southampton over the line. They're decent enough at home. Newcastle will always pose a little bit of a threat as well, but uh I think a close game, but two one to Southampton. Yeah. Uh, Sheffield United versus Norwich next. Two uh, championship teams from out and up. Yeah. Arguably in one in a great position where they want to be, and the other in a not so great position where they don't want to be. So yeah, I've gone with a one all draw here myself. Uh, Sheffield are going to be a okay. little bit fresher, I think, than Norwich. Yeah. They've had a week off. Yeah. For this, so, I don't know. I think Norwich riding off the back of a good result against Leicester. Just to make things interesting for the relegation battle, I would like to see them win. Okay. But I'm going to go with a one all draw here myself. I think Sheffield are quite good. Uh, okay, my prediction would be uh, a 2-1 win to Sheffield United. I just think the home form, again, as I said in the last one there, the, the home form for Sheffield United, they've been rock solid this season at home. And I just think they'll have enough. And Norwich are at a decent side away as well, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I just think Sheffield United will shade it. Okay, uh, Palace and Watford's their next game. Uh, what have you going with, Rob? Um, very very close I can't really separate these two to be honest with you Palace had a good win last week Watford had a great win last week so I'm going to go with a 1-1 one, one draw I've gone with a 1-0 one, win for Palace here and okay. I've got a few thinkings behind this um, a great result against Liverpool like this yeah, it does, yeah. it's kind of screaming at me that this is going to be the one where oh, okay. okay we're going to fall apart here now I yeah. don't know I feel like teams in relegation battles always kind of do this kind of thing where they'll have a great result and then not follow it up against a very winnable game I think against Palace Possibly. as well Yeah, I think Palace are going to do what they did against Brighton and just defend deep and then hit on a counter attack and that's where okay. I think they're going to get their goal yeah, from alright alright uh, Burnley and Spurs are our next game and I've gone with a nil-nil draw on this I think Burnley wow. are going to absolutely <laughs> I think Burnley are going to absolutely frustrate Spurs for 90 minutes right well I've actually gone for a 2-1 win to Spurs here okay. I think um, Spurs may be away from home and probably slightly being a little bit better actually so uh, again they could go there and get a win Spurs because Burnley will have to come out and play a little bit they're not going to sit back you know for the home game you're hardly going to mm. sit back. But anyway, uh, I, look, I, I, I think Spurs are good enough to nick it. 2-1 uh, to Spurs for me. 2-1 to Spurs, fair yeah. enough. Chelsea and Everton is their next game. And Everton had a good uh, good result against us the last time. Yeah. At Goodison Park, they beat us 3-1. Yeah. Chelsea have been great at Stamford Bridge this season, which is unusual because normally they make their home ground a fortress. But I've gone with a 2-all draw here on this one. Uh, 
I might just be being biased on this. If I'm being perfectly honest, if I'm going with my head. I think Everton might win this game. Well, do you know what? I've actually put down a 2 2 draw myself because yeah. I can't really separate them. Yeah, Everton have been a decent, but I think uh, with Giroud there, I think, that, you know, I don't think Abraham will start uh, at no, the weekend, to be honest so with either. you. And I think Giroud is a better proposition to play, to play, to play yeah. against uh, Everton. Can't separate it because they're on, on, their, on their day, they're both half decent. 2 uh, 2 for me, yeah. anyway. Uh, United and City big game of the weekend yep, so uh, United are at home for this one I still think City will have too much for them I know United have kind of looked good as of late and I think Bruno Fernandes being a great boy and I think he's, they're going to need a little bit more from yep. the players around if they want to win this game uh, so I don't really see United doing it uh, I've gone with 2-0 here for City Okay, I've gone uh, United 1, Man City 3. Oh, okay. I just think they'll have too much firepower there going, and I'm, I'm sure Pep will play all his top players in this oh, game. Oh, definitely, yeah. Uh, last game is Leicester versus Aston Villa. I've gone with a one-all draw here on this myself. Villa have had a week off, and Leicester have looked shaky-ish as of late, so yeah, I'm having uh, a bit of trouble separating. I thought Villa looked good in the uh, Carabao Cup. Nearly said Champions League yeah, there. Yeah. Don't think we'll be seeing that anytime okay. soon. But uh, they looked all right against City there, and I think they have a lot they can probably be proud of and build around that performance. So I think one all draw, I think, there's not going to be able to separate them on this okay, one. Okay, well, I've gone for Leicester to beat Villa 2-1. I just think they have enough to edge them. The home form might help them a little bit. Uh, I know I've said that in the past, but home form, again, you've got to come out and play a little bit. Uh, Villa have been decent and not getting the results that they probably uh, merit, you know. So uh, they'll be in with a shout, but I just think Leicester will nick it on the night. Okay, fair enough. That's all 10 of our games for the weekend coming up. So yep. um, we'll finish up there for this week. We'll hopefully get another episode in over the weekend Please or probably yeah. next week. Yeah. So well, Thanks very much for um, listening, folks. Thanks very much for listening. As always, we're definitely going to get back on more of a regu- regular schedule. Uh, it's just been a little bit mad between the two of us so far. Yeah. So um, we will see you soon enough anyway. So no jingle this week, unfortunately, but we'll be back next week with it. So thank bye you. Bye for now. Bye.